I'm your host, Truist. I have our host, Tracy. Our other host, Kale Brown, in the building. And today we got a special guest, um, businesswoman and uh, credit advisor. Uh, we got uh, CJ in the building, man. Everybody give a cover grounds round of applause. Yay. Right on, right on. And um, yeah, we're going to give you the mic, man. You know, introduce yourself and, you know, tell the folks what you do out there. Okay. Know, what you bring to the table. All right. Well, again, my name is CJ. I am your credit specialist. Um, I own a company called Grand Rising Solutions, and it is basically a financial education agency. Okay. And we just want to get um, the word out about how we can leverage different financial topics and especially credit. Um, A lot of times we don't Pay attention to our credit. We shy away from that subject, right. but it's very it's very important for us to get get it out there, get the information out there to talk about it, um, just to better our community, to better our lives, and to better our children's lives. Absolutely. How um how when did you learn the importance of credit? Like what age was ooh, that? When, you, when it hit you, like oh man, this this is the, this is the golden ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Few times. So um, initially. Uh, I can I can go back to like when I was in college. Um, I was working like a customer service job at like ADT, and I hated it. But it paid pretty good for somebody who was like fresh out of high school, right? Okay. So I didn't know anything about student loans. Okay. I thought that when you went to school, you just had to pay out of your pocket. I did not know that I could go to the financial aid office and if I needed anything more outside of what the government was giving me than the Pell Grant, yeah, Mm -hmm. that's what you scared, the Pell Grant, Mm -hmm. then I could just ask and it would cover all the classes I wanted. So I was only making enough to actually cover two classes. Okay. So it took me seven years to graduate because I didn't know. (laughs) About credit. About credit and I could borrow and... um, I know that I had went to, uh, um, what was it? It was Old Navy. Okay. They offered me a credit card, so I got the Old Navy credit card, and I ran it up, Right. and that was it. And I was staying with my grandma during college, so they was calling her all the time, and okay. then she would call me in <laughs> class, telling me to call these people and pay these people. And to me, initially, I thought that, oh, y'all gave me this money. Okay, well, y'all going to have to catch me to get it back. Right, right, I mean, you don't know me. You I'm don't bucking. know. You know what I'm saying? You can't find me. So, like, I'm going to just do that. And for a very long time, I abused my credit in that very same okay. way. Real, real quick, not to cut you off, uh, mm-hmm. what college did you go to for the, for the uh, listeners out there? I went to community college. Okay. I went to FSCJ. Okay. Um, in I, yes, in Jacksonville. I graduated from Wilson High School, and then I went to FSCJ because I wanted to stay home. I wanted to stay close. I thought I wanted to leave, but I was a little scary, so I stayed right here. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I stayed now. Hindsight yeah. is 2020 because it was cheaper. Okay. So so let's get back to this old Navy credit card. Um, <laughs> and don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. <laughs> so, you, um, so you got it and pretty much maxed it out. Maxed it out. I don't even know what the limit was. Maybe it was 500. Maybe it was 300. I don't know. But they was crazy for giving it to me. But that's the thing. It's the, it's credit is a game. So they are going to harp on the 18-year-olds. Um, you're going to get those, uh, what do they call them? Basically, they, they, the offer is in the mail yeah. for you to, to get the Capital One, the, whatever the credit cards are. Um, and you open it up, and a lot of times the card is in there. Mm-hmm. You just yeah. have to call to activate it. Sure. 
You know, they don't. They make it very easy sure. for you to get into debt. You you didn't get you didn't get that uh, talk by. Uh, and, and I want another question I'm gonna ask on behind mm-hmm. that, like that that uh that that talking to by your, your parent, like especially in black community. Hey, mm-hmm. don't get no credit card. Like, you ain't never get that talk. Like, no, they never stay away from the credit cards. They didn't tell me to stay away from it, and then they didn't tell me the benefit of it. Mm-hmm. It was. I didn't know, you know, that would that would be the determining factor in everything I wanted that I couldn't pay, you know, cash for in sure. my life. I had no clue. Like right. we just didn't talk about credit. Your parents and them didn't know they, we they, did they not. never had credit cards or anything like that of that nature. No, not that I knew of. Right. Like it it wasn't a conversation. So you, and you I'm not the only credit. one. I knew nothing about credit. Okay. Only to the point I just couldn't get what I wanted. Oh, right. we're gonna check your credit. Okay, check my credit. Right. What? My, yeah, like I didn't know why they checked. And then I didn't know it was bad when they checked it. Right, if you don't have no credit. Right. Okay. I had no credit. I had a thin credit file because I didn't have accounts on it. Right. So they weren't going to trust me with anything anyway. Sure. And then what I did have was maxed out and delinquent because right. I wasn't paying it. Right. So, you know, I didn't know. I used to drive around in this um, Buick. I used to call it Baby. Uh, it was a 1990 Buick Century, and I used to <laughs> ride up and down here. Right. Baker County, my mom lived in um, Baker County for like 20 years. Okay. So I would ride here back and forth to Jacksonville. So I didn't, and I, I would love to have a new car, right. but when I went to the dealership, you know, they basically laughed me off the lot. Cause, Girl, what you doing here? Like, Crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. So I rode out um, on my cash car. Um, I worked... Here and there, whenever I wanted to, um, but I only made enough to basically pay for my little two classes. Sure, you know what I'm saying. It took me forever to graduate, but now you know I'm I, I don't have any student loans. Okay, like they've they've been forgiven, thankfully, okay. um, and and I only had like seventeen thousand. I have friends that have like ninety thousand mm. dollars in student debt. Wow, because you can easily get into debt. Okay. That's the game. That's, that's the because game. Because guess what? They make the money off they make of money off the debt. The interest. Right on. Mm-hmm. So, um, you said you was going your uh, your grandmother, right? So they send <laughs> your grandmother like uh, they calling with. her. So what she said to you after that? Like how you? Girl, you better pay these people. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta pay these people. So that was after the fact. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That wasn't beforehand. Um, so you know. My mother did the best she could with what she had, right? So, and it was three of us, and it was just her, and she had her village, um, but she she did what she could. So credit wasn't on the forefront. It was feeding us. You know, it was paying the rent. It was, you know, making sure we had a car to to ride in, and it wasn't always the best car, but we had transportation. So we weren't having those conversations. Um, Now I know that my grandparents were in a very good financial situation, and all... Yeah, well, they still are. Well, you know, yeah, they still are. Um, they're, they're teaching, they're still at their old age teaching me a lot, you know, about money. Right. You know, I, we just thought my granddaddy was tight with money, like, stingy, you know, he ain't gonna give you nothing. But it's a reason, it's a reason behind that, you know, they, they, were, they were trying to build a legacy for us. But again, when you're not educated on it, you have no clue. Like, you just want what you want. Like, you know, y'all, y'all into shoes, you know, when the shoe drop, you, you, you're going to do whatever you need to do to get that drop, right? So, you know, that's what it was. I wanted it and I want it now, and it didn't matter how I got it, and it didn't matter if you was going to lend me the money with all of this interest, and then I was uneducated enough to just, you know, pay it back or pay it back over time. Like, that's how I ended up getting into um, a lot of trouble. But, yeah. Did I just go off tangent? No, you good. Okay, okay. Your mom 
mic, your mic. <laughs> what, um, well, my thing is, what it like being in college? You had all the student loans. Mm-hmm. What what advice you would give, like, because it's graduating, everybody yeah. graduating now. What what advice would you give to those kids that's coming in and their parents? Because a lot of parents probably don't really yeah. know either. So, and when I was graduating, and it's changed now. When I was graduating, they were pushing college. That is, you know, the best way to go go to college and you change your life, you get a good job, you know, and you weren't going to get hired. You definitely weren't going to get hired if you didn't have a high school diploma. But if you wanted a good paying job, you know, go ahead and get your bachelor's degree. Go ahead and get your degree. But they, the financial aspect was, like, we couldn't afford to go to college. Like, I didn't make the best grades in high school. Like, I had a really good time in high school. (laughs) So I didn't make the best grades. So I wasn't eligible for those scholarships, right? So if they can get scholarships, get those scholarships as many as you can. Apply, apply, apply. Because a lot of times kids just don't apply. Right. And there's money left on the table. Right, right. And, you know, you rather just take that chance. You know, I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't, but at least, I tried, at least I put the effort in. Right. So try to get the scholarships. And you really want to look at, you know, whether you can afford the college that you want to go to. We all have what we want, our dream or whatever, um, when you're thinking about colleges. But if it's going to leave you in so much debt that when you get out, and you got to also think about the career you're going into. Is your career going to pay you enough to cover the student loans that you're about to take out just to go to class? Right. You know what I'm saying? So maybe you need to wait a few years. Maybe you need to save up. Maybe you need to go to junior college or a community college um, just to kind of take that pressure off. You have parents that actually, um, they take out loans for their kids, student loans for their kids, mm-hmm. and it gets, goes on the parents' credit mm-hmm. as well as the students' credit. And then the parent isn't all that debt, and they, they can't get it off. Like, it's, it's, it's eating the parents up. They want to go buy this, this house. But they can't because they were trying to help their kid right. get this expensive education. Sure. And that's the upset now in the country. Everybody wants their student loans forgiven because it's such a corrupt system. Like, they are getting rich off of this interest. You pay your student loan payment, but it's not touching the, uh, the balance. It's just, yeah, it's not going to the principal. Right. You're just paying interest. Um, you, ever, uh, you ever hit your mom up and was like, Mama, why you ain't telling me about credit? Um, no, because a while ago, I just started thinking about my life and how I grew up and how at the time, like I wanted things to be different. My dad wasn't there. Okay. And then later in life, like I blame my mom for a lot of things that happened, but I had to realize that she was doing the best she could, Mm -hmm. you know, at the time. So when I started thinking about that, then I kind of got into credit and then it made it all made sense, you know. This is why we were struggling because right. you weren't in the position to leverage the credit right. to right. to to make our lives better. Right. Um, and before you even get to credit, you got to know how to budget mm. because because dealing with credit and leveraging credit, I mean, it's it's really a, a game of discipline. Like you you got to be disciplined. Absolutely. Um, you got to pay your bills on time. Like, and and if you're in a position where you're struggling or you're surviving. Mm-hmm. Instead of thriving, like paying on time isn't a priority. Mm-hmm. It's food on the table. Right. It's gas in the car so I can get to work. You know, it's just making ends meet. So 
um, going through that healing process, you know, with my upbringing helped me to realize that she just, she just didn't know. And she, she was doing what she could. And, you know, we always had food. We never went hungry. We always had clothes. Um, and I, I just applied her. And my mom went um, and got her bachelor's degree. And I think I was, I was like seven when she decided to go back to school. Um, so, and she moved us to a whole nother city. She went to UCF. She graduated, you know. And our lives really did change um, after that. But financially, were we struggling still? Yeah, because... She still couldn't apply that education, even though her income changed. Mm-hmm. You know, the principles weren't there. She weren't. She wasn't applying those principles. Right, right. So it, it you know, it still had us in a, a pretty messed up place. But you know, unfortunately, in the black community, you know, if our car looks nice, we live in a decent enough home. Thank you, got some. You, you know, if we can look like, you know. You know, instead of just really stepping back and taking a look at the health of our our finances, um, and not necessarily a lot of people, you know, want to talk about saving, but if if you're not in a position to save, like there's no need to even having that okay. conversation. That's right. How um how long have you been doing credit? How long you have you been fixing credit? Right? So I've been fixing credit since 2020. 2020. Um, I started fixing actually. So a lot of people talk about credit repair companies and how, you know, they don't they do not do what they're supposed to do. So I paid a good amount of money uh-huh. <laughs> to get my, no, uh-huh. to get my credit fixed. I paid okay. a credit repair company first. Okay. And they did a little bit for a while. And then I, after six months, I stopped hearing from them. Wow. And I wasn't where I needed to be. Okay. Um, I was in a really bad place. I had just come out of divorce. I had a two-year-old. And, like, I really, like, I wanted to have my own home. Right. And I, I wanted to stop paying this ridiculous amount of rent. Right. And I was like, what are they doing? I pay them all this money. Like, this is not working out. So I took matters into my own hands. Good. And I started educating myself. And I started sending in the letters myself. And I was getting things off faster than they did. Wow. And probably because they had a lot of clients, you right, know, they right. had a hostel. You know, I was just one in line. But when I took matters into my own hands, mm-hmm. and, and I just realized the power of just stepping out, mm-hmm. you know, um, it really changed my life. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like if it could have helped me, then I could help other people. And I, I want to just get that word out. Like, whatever I did, I want to, I want to help as many, po- many people as possible. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to, well, my thing is, what, what you feel like the biggest, uh, the biggest failure, like, of our people not knowing mm-hmm. about credit? Because a lot of us don't get taught that until, like, we Too get late. in, yeah, until we get in that much debt. One thing is we should basically set our kids up, okay? So we know. Now we know. Where, however long it took us, whatever lessons we learned about money, we know now. And um, it's important for, to, teach, to teach our kids to talk about, you know, the financial aspects, um, especially credit, okay? So if I'm talking about credit to my child, um, they, you, you teach them about money, you teach them about budgeting, you teach them about, I'm um, just being responsible, uh, with money. And I want to, I really want to say like being, being honest, cause it's, it's really based on your character. You know, now that, um, they will, <laughs> they will look at your credit in order to make the decision to hire you. Mm. Um, 
it, it, it really does speak on your character. Like, yeah. I was being dishonest when I was running from Old Navy. <laughs> like, I took y'all money, yeah. and I was not trying to give it back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, it, yeah. yeah, it really goes back to character. You know what I'm saying? So, you teach your kids about um, how you, your their relationship with money. So, if you, if you look back at my upbringing, my mom didn't have a good relationship with money. You know, she basically, like, she was a slave to the money that came into her household. And whatever came in, that's all we had. But we got to flip that mindset. Like, you got to get to the point where you attract money, where you realize that, hey, abundance is my birthright. Like, I don't know where it's coming from, but it's coming to me. And so what you do is you start thinking about all the ways I can get more money. And it's not... To look, you know, to get all these chains and stuff like that. No, it's to, to to better my household. So if you can, you know, just create a positive mindset about money in our in the minds of our kids, I think that'll help. Um, I hear a lot of people talking about just go ahead and putting them on your credit cards that you yeah. have. So you know, an authorized user. Yeah, as an authorized user. So can you break that down for the listeners, man? Like what that means? Yes. Yeah, so it's an AU. So different, um, I have one on TikTok. If you follow me on TikTok at Grand Rising Solutions, I have a video that shows you the ages um, you can put your kids on, right? So you have as, I think as young as like 15 years old. Um, Some of them have no age limit. You can put them on. So by the time they're 18 and they're receiving those credit card offers, they've actually already have a credit score built. Now it's directly related to what you do with that credit card. Right. So know that your child is attached to that because once I, you can take them off, but it's still going to be on that credit. You will have to go through the credit repair process to get them off. So, so, what, you, so what you're saying is uh, if you put a child on as an authorized user mm-hmm. and then they get to a certain age where they can use that card, um, which well, they don't even have to use the card. The card is on their credit report, okay. and it looks like... Looks to the lender like, the history, oh, the history. yeah, the, the history. history. It's mm-hmm. their history, right? Yeah, you knew what to do with it. So when you give them that positive history, you give them a leg up. You right. help them to leverage it Absolutely. early on. So they don't even have to have the card. They can go get their own. And that, and that, and, and since they're on that, because um, I think a lot of people get this misconstrued when you talk about adding them as an um, authorized user on the mm-hmm. credit. Can that child mess up the parent's credit if they do so, something? Sometimes they'll send an extra card with the child's okay, name on okay, it, right? Okay. What you gonna do with it? Rip it up, throw it in the trash. Mm-hmm. They, it's just that you you just want to be able to leverage it right. or help your child leverage it. Right. Um, just like if I wanted to do it with a friend, they may send the card with the friend's name on it. I just erase it because I know that my friend doesn't necessarily want to use the card. It's just on there to look good. Right. On their credit. Okay. So that's it. Um, and sometimes you may they may give you the choice. Do you want a card or do you not? Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. So so it doesn't? No, you don't know because okay. you don't give them access to it. They don't even know. We don't need to tell them everything. So say, say, <laughs> I, say uh, if you did give them mm-hmm. that permission to use that and mm-hmm. they do something stupid with it, what happens after that? Okay, so how would how would we deal with that? That would be something that we would need to deal with, like, in the household. Um, and it's also good, say you wanted to get, give them a card really that bad, just give them a um, prepaid card. Mm, okay. That's a good, that's a good idea. To kind of help them get their feet wet, give right. them a limit. Yeah. 
Put $100 on it. All right, you good. I'm going to put $200 on it. Like, even if they go off to college, they're away from you. Give them a $300 card. Okay, you use this for gas. You use this for food, um, whatever. And you pay the bill on it because you know what it's going towards. And because it's a credit card, the bill is going to come whether you got it um, paperless or not. The bill is going to come so you're going to see whether they buy concert tickets with it or not. Right, 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 right. (laughs) You know, so you can can track them and you can teach them that way um, before they're completely... Um, gone away from you. So it's just different strategies you can use um, with your kids to help them. You think, um, you think they should do that like um, coming straight out of high school when they turn 18? As early like a, as possible because like guess a, what? Them, the, the mail is coming. Yeah. And I didn't ask before I got the Old Navy. I just signed up. <laughs> you know, so you want to you wanna be a step ahead of it. It's, it's like a shark. It's like, it's not you, but you want to, um, if you're, you're a step ahead, then you know that they're not going to be, well, you don't know. They, at the end of the day, they're going to make their own choices. But, you know, you want to get a step ahead so they, you, you educate them. Right. After you educate them, like, it's, it's on you. <laughs> so now, now that you know all this, like, how often do you educate, like, your family? Okay, so my son is seven, and um, we we are we're starting a few businesses in our home. So, um, with one of them, it's a food it's a food business. It's called Empanada King Jacks, and we said, okay, so we'll teach him how he can make money. Like he talks about money a lot. Oh, he think I'm rich and all that kind of stuff. Um, but we, I, I wanted him to get a taste of like receiving money in exchange of giving a service or a product. So he has lemonade, and we call it Judah's Juice, because his name is Judah. And so it's basically strawberry lemonade, and he sold it for a dollar. And not only did he sell his juice for a dollar, but he, like, asked for tips. And I was like, wait, you know, you don't ask for tips. You know, you let let people give the tip based on whether they like your products or not. But he wasn't afraid to ask and go get. And so now that he's received the money, you know, he knows that he has money. And for things that he wants, he actually goes into that stockpile. And so he talks about getting money. He talks about um, basically, like, what he wants to be when he grows up, okay? And we want to encourage our kids to be whatever they want to be, but... um, I do want to steer him in a direction where, you know, he's making a good wage, right? So um, I basically tell him that if you want to start a business when you grow up, make sure it's something that helps people or make sure it's a service that people can't live without. We know um, undertakers, they're never going out of business. Yeah, (laughs) that's for sure. Because people are going to always be dying. It's the life cycle. So you go into dead bodies, I'll never be there, but go ahead. Um, people who cut hair, people who do hair, they're never going. People who do nails, you know, the be- the beauty industry is always going to be booming. Um, just different areas. Um, if you want to do a service, um, I don't know if you want to become a CPA, helping people financially. Just different things like that. Um, he wants to be a teacher, 
because he idolizes his teacher right now. But I told him, like, you can teach, but you can't teach grade school because I'm a teacher, and we are grossly underpaid for the responsibilities <laughs> that we have, and they just keep stacking on more and more and more. So I wanted him to go into a profession that he feels, what's the word, valued, you know, and he feels... Um, compensated like enough for 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 his talent and especially as a black man you know what i'm saying so yeah i just just i, I we know they're going to be successful in in businesses that serve people and help people and that's what it should be a, all about at the end of the day mm-hmm. so, um, get back to credit um mm-hmm. when when was that when was the time when you checked your credit score i was like oh i got to I got to get my credit score up, like... So when I got serious about buying a home. Okay. Um, and so I called a broker. I was talking to a realtor, and I had, like, a few friends around me get approved for homes. And I was like, okay, so I know I can. You know, I get up, I go to work every day. Like, this can't be life. <laughs> this mm-hmm. rent cannot be. So um, I was checking my credit, and my broker basically said... Um, I think he, he was just talking about, like, how much debt... I had compared to my income. And so if you know anything about buying a home, they do look at your DTIs, your debt to income. You should not have, yeah, too much debt in relation to how much money you make. So he was like, you don't have another stream of income. You don't have no other side. And I was like, no. Like, no. Like, I need to be, you know, I have a son. Like, he's two at the time. Like, I don't have time. Like, where do I have time to go find something else to do? Um, so he was like, well, if you could lower your student loans, then that would really help your DTI because my student loans was like around between seventeen and $20,000. Right. So that's when I started looking into like different programs. So people were telling me that I could get my student loans forgiven. So I went online to studentaid.gov and they had a forgiveness program. So they have one for public service where if you basically work for the state or the government, they'll um, forgive your loans after you pay 120 payments on time, which is paying for 10 years on time, right? And then they'll forgive the rest. Um, And then I found out that they had a teacher loan forgiveness where they forgive $17,500 of your loans. Well, what? That's all I owe. But you had to be teaching in a Title I school for five years. Well, at the time, I had been teaching for three years. Oh. I had two more years to go. Okay. But I still needed to get my credit up anyway. So that is when I got serious. Okay, I got two years. These loans going to come off, and I need to figure out how I can get my credit score up. And I think then you had to have, like, a 620 to get a house. Um, and I think my mine was in, the, like, the 500s, right? So, but I didn't know what to do to get it. So I went to Instagram, started following people who um, did credit, went to Facebook, went to Google. Um, Podcasts weren't really hot then, um, but I was on YouTube, right? And it really wasn't TikTok yet. Um, So I started following these different people. And and, and what he told me, like, you don't have another stream of income, like, that really stuck out to me. Because we are all, if you don't have another one, we're all one paycheck away from, like, poverty, yeah. right? So, and you live in paycheck to paycheck, like, it's, it's not fun. It's very stressful life to live. So, I also started looking into different businesses. I, at the time, like, I didn't know I would end up, you know, helping people with credit. Um, 
So it, it just opened my eyes to a lot more. And I felt like, man, you know, like had I known this sooner, before I was messing up my credit, you know what I'm saying, I wouldn't have to go back and fix it. But um, after that and after, like, finding the company that I did find, I watched them for a while and I felt like, okay, they can help me. And I really it came to a point where I was trying to budget, like, how I could find more money. And I tapped into my um, 401k. Mm -hmm. And with my 401k, I used that to pay to get my credit fixed. And a lot of people would say, no, you know, you need that later. No, I need more than what that 401k can give me because at the end of the day, like, it's really ripping us off because that money doesn't grow. It's not enough. And you got to pay taxes on it. And you got to pay taxes on it. Like, we need to be putting our money in accounts that grows, like life insurance policy. Yes, those and we not told that. We told to get a job and get a 401k. Like, that's not, yeah. it didn't help me. So I was like, give me all that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have a penalty. Okay, <laughs> take that. But I need this to get ahead. Right. Like, and I used it and I'm, and I'm happy I did. You, and this is the, um, the, you used that one for the company you was talking about? Um, no, uh, yeah, yeah. I used it for the first credit repair first, company. That took, that took mm-hmm. a long time. That took forever, and they just okay. stopped working on my did they, did they work? Did it work any? Like, did it, did it start? Uh, did you start? Yeah, so off? what they did was they did a lot of credit counseling with me. So one of the things they taught me was basically how to get credit builder accounts. Okay. These are accounts, especially for people with bad credit. So one is self, and self will give you an account, and you pay like $20, $30, $40, $50 based on how much your trade line is, right? Right. And so you pay on that account, and what it looks like is that you took out $500 loan. And if a lender sees that, oh, somebody trusted them with $500, they don't know that it's actually a savings account with the company itself. And you're paying the $25 a month on that. I can afford $25 a month. You know what I'm saying? And what it does is it reports good payment history, and it may be like a year or two years or three years. You decide how long you want to pay it out. So the longer, you know, the lower the monthly payment is. Um, There's another uh, company called Kickoff. Mm-hmm. You buy like these digital books. They mm-hmm. may be like two dollars. Yeah, something like you know, I kick off. Yeah, and it's a positive trade line, and it builds your history. Um, when you have a thin credit file, people don't want to lend to you because sure. they think you're risk because you don't use your credit. A lot of people, I tell people that you need five to six credit cards. Why? Because they need to see that you can use these credit cards responsibly. That is the people who have 800 credit scores. Mm-hmm. You cannot get into an 800 credit score and you have two credit cards. You say five to six credit Five to cards. six. Okay. Five to six, and you're using them responsibly. Um, you leverage your credit or those credit cards because you can get a cash rewards card. So the more you use this cash rewards card, they reward you for using their credit card. Why? Because the more you use it, the more interest you're going to have to pay on it. Right? But mm-hmm. I'll give you a trick for that. Okay. So when you are using these cards, they want you to use it more and more. So you do that, and in return, they give you cash. When they give you the cash on the card, you can either use it, you know, yeah. whatever it may be at the end of the month, depending on how much you used it, or you can let it stack right. to where you're never really paying the bill. The credit card is actually paying itself. Oh. Mm-hmm. No, the credit card is paying itself. Paying itself. Okay, I got the you. most I've let it stack was like $200. You talking about the points? Yeah, the points so, on your card. It's like cash. 
Mm -hmm. Once that you can redeem, you can pretty much redeem them and get cash. For yeah. It. So you just leave it up, though. Yeah. Later. They'll send you a check. They'll okay. put it in your account. Or you use it back on the car. Okay. And I like to pay the car with it because, like, it's yeah. free, money, free money, essentially. If I spent 500 and you gave me two, now I only owe y'all three. Like, right. Okay. Got $200 off. Mm -hmm. Playing this month. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but also, I want to I, I wanna talk about how, like, you can use your credit card um, and not pay the interest, right? So okay. it's like you just borrowing from a friend. Like, hopefully your, your friend don't yeah. charge you interest. Speak on it. <laughs> Some friends do. <laughs> Speak on it. So you say you have a card for $500, okay. right? So you run up that card, $500, but each card has a report date, okay. which is the date that company reports the balance to the, um, to the credit Girls. bureaus, right? Mm -hmm. So say my report date is the 10th. Okay. On the 8th, mm -hmm. no later than the 9th, mm -hmm. I am going to pay right. my $500 back. Mm -hmm. When they report it, it's going to show that I didn't use the car, but actually that month I ran it up. Right. I maxed it out. The only thing the lenders see is what's reported. Okay. You, Capital One, knows that you ran that card up, you spent everything, but the credit bureaus don't know that. They okay. just, they're just reporting what Capital One sent them. Okay. Uh, another thing, gotcha. maybe you don't want to just do, you know, pay it off the whole $500. You Maybe you just, just pay 30% of it, right? So as long as it's not over 30%, you'll still be in good standing. 30%. Mm -hmm. So 30% of 500 is 150 mm hmm so you pay it, and you just leave $150, uh, $150 balance on it. It'll still be seen as a positive account. Like, oh, they don't use over 30% of the balance of their credit cards. Okay. And you want to do that for each card you get. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a great trick. Mm -hmm. um, I heard of that trick, but uh, mm -hmm. I think it was like they said you pay it six days before your bill, mm -hmm. your billing cycle. and Because uh, I guess like once you... Say your bill is due on the 12th. Mm -hmm. You pay it on the 12th. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, it's too late. It's too late, exactly. Because mm -hmm. it's running at 12 a.m. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that, mm -hmm. and, and, it, and, it, and it messes up their credit. And mm -hmm. I, I learned that I learned that trick probably about last year because mm -hmm. I was paying my, my credit mm -hmm. card bills on time that day. Yeah. And I'm like, man, why the hell my credit card, mm -hmm. my credit score keeps slipping? Like, I'm paying it on time. So then um, I was having a, a conversation with somebody who, familiar with credit, mm -hmm. and they say, hey, man, try to pay your bill, like, at least six days or mm -hmm. three days before your billing, your billing cycle. Yes. Because they report what they, was on that yeah. account at that time, and it'll make your credit score go up, too. Yeah, it will. I was like, man, so that was like a little hack, you know? Yeah, it is a little hack. People don't um, realize, and if you need to use all that's available in your card, go ahead. Just make sure you're paying it by that date. And if you don't know, some people call it statement date. Um, you can just call and ask, what's the statement date or what's the reporting date? Mm -hmm. And don't be afraid to call the credit right. card. Call them. They, you know, it's not their money who you're talking to. <laughs> call them and ask them these questions. Um, but, yeah, get the statement date. Write it down. Um, what I used to do, I used to put the date on each card mm -hmm. um, with a sticker. You can write and mark it. It don't matter. Like, it's just a, it's just a piece of plastic. Um, so that I remember not to, to um, or I remember to pay my bill by that date, and that that helped me a lot. Okay. So um, what? A, go ahead. Go. Oh, so no, what no, a, no. Like, say 
like we talking about credit cards. So what are like some places that say credit cards are better to use than others? Like, mm-hmm. cause I heard credit unions are better than regular banks, but then I heard some banks are better than credit unions. So it depends on your financial goal. Okay, so if you're trying to if you're trying to get like cash rewards and stuff like that, the banks compete, the big banks like Wells Fargo, Bank of America, Capital One, they're competing for your business. So they may have one, one company may have a card um, that gives like 5% cash back on uh, all your um, all it. But the next quarter, another company may have like 7% cash back. So you always want to shop around. A lot of people don't know that you could transfer the balance from one card to another. And that's just up to you. Um, if your credit score is still good when you shopping for cards, just like you shop for clothes, you can shop for cards. Break, break that down and like transfer the balance. Like what, mm-hmm. what you mean by that? Break that down. So say if I have a five hundred dollar balance on one card and I say I used it up to thirty percent, so it's hundred fifty showing that I owe. Well, um Wells Fargo has a better rate and I want these cash back rewards. So I'm going to call Wells Fargo and say, hey, do you have a card um, with a better cash back rate? And they'll say, yes, we have this. I said, well, can I transfer my balance off of my Capital One card to my Wells Fargo card? And I was like, yeah. So they pay off the um, Capital One and you get a new Wells Fargo card and your Wells Fargo card will have, will start with a $150 balance. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. You just pay the rest of it. You just pay it. You just treat it like you treated the other card. So, and that makes the credit better with uh, Capital One? No, because they're going to close that account. Oh, okay. But because you're opening one in exchange for it, it doesn't. It evens it out. Yeah, it evens it out. Um, And it just allows you to get the benefits off the card. They're benefiting off of you. Yeah. More points. Yeah. Yeah. You get more points to do whatever you want to do with that cash. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And that's just one of the five or six cards. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're going to get. And different cards have different perks. Um, but with, like, with a credit union, it's good for, like, small business lending, you know, because they're easier to get, right? Yeah. Um, with big banks, um, depending on what's going on. Like, you just you just want to pay attention to what's what's going on in the world. Um, I like to use websites like NerdWallet, um, and they'll give you a comparison of all the cards that are out there and what they give you, and you just... See, a lot of stuff, you just not tell me. Mm-hmm. First time we're here, I never heard of NerdWallet. Mm-hmm. NerdWallet.com. It's just a blog, a financial blog, and you can Google um, best credit cards, yeah. best cashback cards, um, best balance transfer cards. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you always want to keep your credit in in a place where when you need it, you can use it. You know, not, oh, I need my credit. Now I got to get my credit fixed. Like, we got to get out of that that habit. Like, you want to get it to the point where when you need it, you can use it. Just just do what you're supposed to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so that it, it when you need it, you can use it. Um, okay. No, go ahead. So, um. I always had, uh, like, when I signed up for credit cards, um, I always wondered, like, when do you pay the interest rates that's on that credit card? The goal is not to. Not to pay? Okay. Mm-hmm. But say you miss that statement date. Once you get your bill, the interest is calculated into your bill. So a percentage of that total is 
interest already. So instead of paying the 150 that you use on the card, you're paying 150 plus the interest. Um, and they break it down to a, oh, you only have to pay $25. Yeah. Yeah. So you can keep, they can keep a balance on you and it racks up, it ensures interest on your next bill. So we don't want to pay interest. If you have to, you can, you know, no big deal. But we don't want to pay interest. We just want to use it when, you know. I thought, so this is what I guess I was confused about. Like, you know, when you, um, you fill out the credit card and they say like a 24% interest mm-hmm. rate, um, yearly interest mm-hmm. rate. So I'm thinking like, okay, I go through the year using my credit card, paying it back, mm-hmm. paying it on time, and then at the end of that year or when the date I activated my card, I have to pay the interest on it. They char- or they send me like a fee. Of- so sometimes they do have a fee. Um, and that's an annual fee that they have, but that's separate from yeah, the interest. I mean, yeah, the annual fee. I'm sorry. Yeah, they do have an annual okay, fee, so and sometimes fee. that'll get people because I spent 150, but the annual fee is 150. So that's why every card isn't good for everybody. You do have to read that fine print, and you do have to read the terms, and they send the terms with it. It's like it's usually like in a, like a grid. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it'll tell you your interest rate and if they have an annual fee or not. And sometimes they'll break it up by credit score categories. So if you have like a poor credit score, then your annual fee may be two hundred dollars. When do you pay that though? Like, say whenever they put it on your. Um, <laughs> Oh, so so. so okay. Whenever they feel like charging you, a lot of times it is twelve months after. Okay. But when it shows up, it shows up. See, I didn't know because I'm thinking, like, all right, I got like a, uh, like I got a, I got a credit card. It's like I got a thousand dollar balance mm-hmm. on it or whatever. So I'm like, all right, um, at the end of the year, it's gonna be twelve hundred dollars that I pay. You know, is it gonna be like that? Like, yeah, they're gonna add it. Okay, so they're just gonna add the mm-hmm. two hundred on top of mm-hmm. thousand. Okay. It's gonna come. Your bill gonna come for that month plus. That whatever the annual fee. Just don't know. One of, one of, just yeah, don't know. whenever okay. they feel okay. like it. Okay, I got it. Okay. Yeah. So that's why if you so if you're not happy with that annual fee, you want to get to a point where you need to shop for a better car. You know, so say, okay, I can't shop for a better car right now. In six months, if I, you know, apply these um these hacks or whatever, then my score should be a little better so I can get a more competitive car that'll treat me a little bit better. And my interest rate will be lower. So the higher your credit score, the lower your interest rate all the time in everything you buy, everything you finance. Higher the credit score, lower the interest rate. You can have zero APR on the car you drive off the lot because of your credit score. Or you can be paying 20% interest on the car. How much does like those secure credit cards help? They help a lot when you're trying to build your credit. So secure credit cards, we don't necessarily have the credit power to get what we want, but I go to work every day, so I get a check. So, all right, let me take my, this $300 to my credit union, right? And they'll give you a card. The point of the, um, the, the credit builder card is for you to actually graduate the card. So you want to... Be good to the car. Do what you're supposed to do with the car to the point where they see, okay, they're responsible with this car. We're going to give them their $300 back, and then we're going to offer them a $500 car, right? And you get the $500 car. You treat that good. You call in three months. Hey, can I get a credit limit increase? Yeah, we'll increase it to $800. Okay, three months later. 
Can I get a credit limit increase? Oh, okay, we'll increase it to $1,500. you are doing good with us. We see your credit is growing. So that's depending on, because um, I don't heard people say six months, so pretty much it's depending on what bank. Yeah, depending three, on the bank. Three to six yeah, months. At least 90 days. At least 90 yeah, days. you don't have to wait always six months. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. Good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you can ask, shoot, ask before. Call them and ask them. <laughs> Pray and then call an answer, and you know what the Lord do for you. You know, and honestly, you know it's a click of a button. They, those people at work, like we go to work. Maybe you get a good person. Maybe they like you. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they want to increase you. You know what I'm saying? Just call and see and and ask. Like you can't go wrong with asking. That's true. Now they do check your credit whenever they do it. Sometimes they'll do a soft pull, but they, they check it every time because it's almost like getting a new car, but it's not. They just want to make sure you're still in, in good standing. Mm -hmm. um, I heard that using your debit card is the worst thing to do. Yes, because of this technology, technological, technical day and age, right? Mm -hmm. So you have a lot of people hacking and, you know, getting into stuff, and they get into bank software and all that kind of stuff all the time. So it's very easy to sell our identity. I know I was at a gas station, you know, and because I got gas, they took everything out. Oh, you, it happened to you? Yeah, with my debit card. Oh, wow. And I, um, I won't name this bank. Everybody's mad at right now. But, <laughs> right. <laughs> so they have to go through this whole process. And, like, I, I needed my money. But they got to go through this whole process to make sure it is fraud before they can give you your money back. And once they verify it, then they'll put the money back into your account. Well, if you use the credit card, you call and say, hey, this, is, this charge was fraudulent. They immediately are going to get there to do a report and immediately give you your money back. Because it wasn't your money anyways. Yeah. They money. Yeah, I was say, and they want you as a customer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so that's why so you use... My credit card at the gas station for now. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you... It's okay. He learning. He learning. Yeah. We're at, yes. <laughs> no, I, um, I use my credit card. I'm saying now that she said that every yeah. time I get gas, I'm using my credit card. I ain't mm -hmm. going to use my debit card. No. Yeah. Because yeah. they put those little things on them. And then read your debit card or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. You want to, yeah. you want to, you honestly want to, I know I scare people when I say this, you want to live off of your credit card. So, yeah. some yeah, things you may have now. to pay in cash, which is your car note or your mortgage or whatever. But if you don't have to pay in cash, your cable bill should be on your credit card. Your phone bill should be on your credit card. Your gas, like your groceries should be on your credit card. Like that I saw somebody post like, oh, we have to buy groceries. We should get, you know, it should be going our credit report well if you're using your credit card then you are increasing your credit with buying your groceries yeah. um if you think about it you you get a check every two weeks you're buying food anyway with, yeah. so when you get the credit card bill you pay it with your cash with your check your cash yeah, exactly. it's on stuff you need anyway and you can get um, points and you get points yeah. so you get money back the for, more you use it like yeah. Just watch the point. They don't get it. You <laughs> yeah, you can't. You know me. they getting all they can from like, us. No. I can't. I can't remember the last time I used my debit card. Um, oh, good after for you. I got the information, um, mm -hmm. I bought this book. It's called What the FICO. Mm -hmm. Twelve Steps to Yeah, I've heard of that book. Yeah, and um, mm -hmm. I my, when, um, my credit my credit wasn't really bad. Mm -hmm. It was just um it was a it was an incident that happened to me. I tried to buy a car, mm -hmm. and it was strange. Um, uh, I went to buy the car. And the car wasn't ready. They mm -hmm. still was putting like a, a 
hire on it or something like it looked I was like nah it's sketchy mm-hmm. but I hadn't signed the paperwork mm-hmm. so I never drove off the lot with the car so they tried to throw it on my credit mm-hmm. I got it off but it took a while yeah, yeah. but it dropped my credit score down mm-hmm. so a lot of things hindered me from what I was trying to do yeah. and I, that's why I was like damn man credit is the real deal mm-hmm. important it like, really is you know, it's like how much you can borrow like mm-hmm. how much people are going to let you borrow mm-hmm. so um I ended up um on I was I was gonna do the credit repair. I see it's, it's, you ever you ever get on um, social media and you thinking about something and then you see all these ads of what you thinking about. So I was thinking about credit and a bunch of credit <laughs> people started. I was like, man, it's crazy. Yeah. So I was finna, I, I followed this one guy and I was like, man, you know he you know I'm listening to the credit thing. Then mm-hmm. I then he mentioned the book and I went and got it. And a lot of things was breaking down about like debit mm-hmm. cards. Like debit cards is a no no. Mm-hmm. And uh, the biggest reason why debit card is a no-no is because you don't get no type of interest back on mm-hmm. using your debit card because the bank only give you 0.05% back at the end of the year, mm-hmm. which is jack shit. Nothing. Nothing. Or you see it at a month, card. oh, you got three cents. Three cents, yeah. Three cents cent in six months or whatever. Uh, <laughs> so it's like, what, what, what are you doing for me? So yeah. using a credit card is way more beneficial. Yes. Way more beneficial to use um, your credit card. And... Once I learned that, like, it, it really helped in my um, home buying process um, because it just shot my, my score up just for the fact that I was using my credit cards. You can't get them and not use them. You can't get them and let them sit at zero. Mm-hmm. And you don't really want to pay them off to zero every month. Just make that, sure they're below. That's my next question. Yeah. <laughs> make sure they're below the 30%. 30%. Um, the lower, the better. But... If you're constantly using it, they think you're responsible, and you are responsible because you know I'm borrowing your money, but I'm giving it right back. Right. That's that's all they want to see is responsible lending. Mm-hmm. I, I've been looking at this all wrong because I, <laughs> like I use my credit card here and there because I'd be like, man, I'm tired of paying on this thing. But now it's best to just use this. Make your credit go up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I tried. I was late to the party a year ago, and then <laughs> I was like, I can't. Should I give this advice to people? Like, you yes, know, I'm not a credit yes. expert, but you know, it worked for me. But. Yeah, but any little thing, you know, we learn. Because when I started learning about it, I was like, hey, you know, I was telling all my friends, like, this is what I did. You know, this is how I purchased my home, and like, y'all need to do it too. Like, this, I was paying. Um, this is 2020, so I was paying uh, $1,500 a month for a two-bedroom. <laughs> Too bad. It was nice. It was brand new, but I ended up breaking my lease to get into my home, to get you know get a mortgage. And my mortgage, I'm proud to say, is the that's the favorite thing. My best, the best thing about my house is my mortgage because it's under a thousand dollars, and it was a brand new bill. That's what's up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I have more money in my pocket to do what I want to do. And now mm-hmm. I want to start businesses for me and my family. And so I have more cash flow to do that. Mm-hmm. It opened up a lot just by me fixing my credit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So by the 30% thing, so by you keeping on that 30%, so say you get it to 50%, does that look bad on it? or is it, just- it doesn't look bad, but it's, you're not maxing it out, but the lower, the better. So and some, we always can't, you know, we are, it, it, some months may be harder than others. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Life is life. But the more the more often you keep it at a 30%, the better your score is. Okay. They don't want you to pay it all the way down to complete zero, right? Mm-mm. Can you tell like, them why? Um, Because they're really not making no money right. off of you. Because right. <laughs> exactly. if you're not using a card, they can't charge you interest. Charge interest. Okay. And you can't get credit limit increases with zero balances. Why, why would I give you 
another car or why would I increase your limit? You're not going to use it. We're not making money yeah. off of you. Okay. Your credit score will go as soon as you start using them cards, mm-hmm. man. I had one. I had two credit cards. I had one for 1000 and I know them for like 700 one for 700 it was sitting in my wallet so long I forgot about it because, you know, I, I don't spend that much. You know, I mm-hmm. pay all my bills with it, you know, whatever. So then, I, like, one day, um, I think I was I was on the road, and uh, I was like, damn, let me use this credit card, you know. And I, and I just started, the whole time, the whole month, I was just getting gas with it. And I started seeing my credit score going up. Mm-hmm. And um, the segue from that, let's talk about um, that that uh, that milestone of people trying to get an 800 credit score. Oh, yeah. like, you know, that's that that's that whole <laughs> the perfect credit score. The perfect credit score. Let's it's really about. 850. 850. Um, go to 900, right? Yeah, it really goes to 900. But like, yeah, it's just. I mean, but it's just a number, okay? So 600 used to be a good credit score. Mm-hmm. It's poor now. 600 is considered mm-hmm. poor. Why is that? Just, I think, like, inflation and just, oh, okay, like, yeah. you know, everything going up. And, you know, is um, I also attribute it to the fact that more people are getting knowledgeable, more of us. Yeah. You know, getting hip to the game, hip to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they got to push it up, make it a little harder. You know, everybody can't get a piece of pie. So um, right now, the sweet spot, if you really want to walk somewhere and not worried about getting something, just get a 700. Just, just be at a 700. Um, the higher, yeah, just the better your interest rate. Like, So you can get to a point where at one point I was checking my credit score religiously every Sunday, right? Because you could get a free record, credit report every seven days on uh, annualcreditreport.com. Wait, wait. I thought they said you only can get like uh, one free credit report uh, once a year. So Does because of people? COVID. Okay. Talk to me. They allow you to get one free credit report every seven days. So my seventh day was Sunday. <laughs> and I would wake up and pull all three of my credit reports and see what I was going to work on. Okay. So, um, and the first thing you want to focus on is your personal information. That's at the very top. Make sure your name is spelled correctly. Make sure they have the most up-to-date address. If they don't, you send a letter to tell them, take it off. You can call. Tell them, take it off. This is not correct. Okay? Get your personal credit, um, I mean, your personal information corrected. Then you go and look at the inquiries. The inquiries is when you pull your credit. Okay. You don't want to pull your credit just to be pulling your credit. Right. If you tell them, hey, let me, um, can I run your credit for you to get this card? No, you cannot run my credit because nice. guess what? I know where my credit at. Like, I just need you to tell me what, what you offering, right? Right. So um, don't let everybody just pull your credit all, all willy-nilly because those inquiries add up. Um, you don't want more than four to five inquiries on your credit report. And the credit, the inquiries stay on for two years. Really? Even the soft pulls? The soft pulls are okay, but they still on there. If you scroll okay. down, you can still see them. Okay, uh, since we on that, what about medical bills? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I was so, so they passing um, this bill to get rid of the medical bills. So we'll see and we're following that very closely, right? Really? Yeah. Because, I mean, if you think of COVID and all that kind of stuff, like a lot of um, health issues people started having because of that, like really you think that should just, you know, keep me from moving forward. So they're trying to get rid of that. But until they do, they really don't weigh as heavy. Okay. And they, they sit as collection account. And honestly, like, they'll help your score 
Um, but they don't weigh as heavy um, when people are making decisions about whether to lend you credit or not because everybody got medical debt. Um, so you don't really want to focus on that. You want to focus on the other accounts. You don't want any collections, um, none whatsoever, or any like derogatory marks on your credit report. Um, one will bring your your rating down, like your, your credit score down a lot. Um, you want to make sure you're paying your accounts on time every month. So people say, oh, well, like um, I pay my light bill and it's not reporting, but I want it to report to my credit report. I don't, um, I don't, uh, uh, what's the word? I can't think of the word. Yeah, I don't advise that. Thank you. I don't advise that simply because um, you don't want every bill you pay reporting on your credit report, right? Because what if something happens? Like, don't put everything, and people put their rent payments on there. Don't put everything on there. On Just, the credit card? Yeah, on, on your credit report, because there are companies that will allow you to put your phone bill, your light bill, your rent payment yeah. on, and then they'll say it'll help your credit. But, like... Everything on it, in my opinion, everything doesn't need to be on there, right? Sure. So everything that is going to report to your credit needs to be paid on time. Your car, your mortgage, um, what else? Or any other accounts, like if you have a furniture account, right? Or anything like that. If you know it's going on your credit report, you need to make sure those those bills are taken care of because you want a good payment history. Sure. That's a really big portion um, of your credit. Can you... Um can you break down the three credit bureaus for people? Okay, so you have these evil devils. Okay, you got Equifax is the first one. You have Experian, and then you have TransUnion. Mm -hmm. I believe one, either Equifax or Experian actually gives you your free credit score when you, you know, sign up and download. TransUnion, you have to pay for right, to see your um, credit report and your credit score. Um, you will always have to pay for all three of your credit scores. So if you want to see all three of your credit scores in one space, you'll always have to pay for, pay for it. And you can get that through a credit monitoring service like um, myfico.com or identityiq.com, right? And so they'll also show you all three of your credit reports, like, lined up. So when I was trying to get my credit together, I paid for my FICO. My FICO, I think it's like $35 a month. I felt like investing that $35 a month was going to change my life because I would be able to put a clo close eye on my credit. And it, it did work. And they also give you like credit advice on there to tell you what's good, what's not good, you know, how many accounts. That's how I learned I need to have like five or six credit cards. Because my FICO tell you you need more accounts, you you don't have enough accounts, mm -hmm. and that's when I went start applying. They offer you, they start offering you credit. Yeah, cards they'll too. offer yeah. you. Um, they'll tell you what you can get, but you also think about it. So if you use Credit Karma, it's free, and you only see two. You only see TransUnion and Experian, right? Is Equifax? I think it's Experian because Equifax is like the leading one. I think. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you only see two. Yeah. Um and and now they update it like every day or whatever, but they get a kickback on if you were to get approved or even applying for the credit card. So they're not always in your best interest. They just trying to get again as much out of us. Right. So, 
as possible. Some interest. So some interest do it's it's important to do your own research. Call your bank, um, credit union, or you know if you're banking with a big bank, and you do want to have more than one account. Like I said, it's some people mad with this one bank right now, and because that's their only account, that's their on only. <laughs> Chrysler, yeah, rhyming words. Yes, it does rhyme with Chrysler. <laughs> so, um, but they suck because they only have one account, um, and you you want to have a few different bank accounts. You want to, you know, do that, and you want to have cash on hand too. Okay, very mm-hmm. important. Yeah. Um, so how, like, say if I have a, a repo, how long does that stay on your credit? Great question. Repos stay on your credit for seven years. Okay, so what are they going to do? They're going to try to collect on that repo, right? And they're going to call you, and that starts that time over. Every time you answer the phone and say, oh, yeah, you know, I'll get to it, that starts that clock over. So it can stay wow. on. <laughs> That's why you're You can answer, just don't agree that it's your debt. Right. So, yeah, it's best not to talk to them at all. And you can request, you know, okay, you say this is my account, but I need you to send me um, a notification through the mail. Please do not call me anymore. So they'll send this letter and it'll say, you know, you can contact us, blah, 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 blah. And then that's how you get the information to dispute it. So you'll go and dispute that account and say, I need verification that this is actually my account. Can you prove that I signed a contract to, you know, get this account? They don't have the car um, contract. contract. They don't have your signature. Okay. Yeah. So you can dispute that with a certain letter. Yeah. And it'll come right off. Yeah. It may take a few rounds. You know, you'll send the letters. They may say, oh, we think you're using a credit repair company. It's illegal to use a credit repair company. They can't prove that you're using a credit repair company. Right. So a lot of times my best results come from handwritten letters. Yeah. Because the um they have this thing called eOscar, which reads all the type letters that come through, right? And eOscar picks those keywords out and it'll shoot a response and they they print that response out and they mail it to you. Yeah. It's a computer. But if you handwrite the letter, a person has to open it and read it. And guess what they're doing? All right, yeah. Since you took the time to handwrite this, I'm going to take this off. And is it true they got to reply back within 30 days? Yep, they got to reply and back if they within don't, 30 days. And it's, they it's coming off. You send a letter say, hey, you missed this deadline. Take it off and it'll come off. So it's best to write that letter. It's best to write because you have a timestamp. Right. And you Man, have a track okay. record. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. That's a hat. So is that like seven years like the average for anything? Yeah, it's the average yeah, for anything. Yeah. And how they get us is they just call us and we answer. Yeah. <laughs> also, they sell our debts, right? So yeah. you could buy debt for pennies on a dollar, and then I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to get that debt, and I may try to add interest to it. You know, I'm gonna try to try to get what I can get out of you. Um, so when you try to ask them, okay, validate that I even have this debt with you. You can't give me the contract. You can't give me my signature. So you gotta take that off. Third parties. They sell yeah, third, third parties. parties. Yeah. They buy your debt for like mm-hmm. uh, ten dollars, mm-hmm. and they sell it, and they they call you mm-hmm. to try to get that thousand dollars out. Yeah. And um, what about uh, like uh, how the banks work? They pretty much borrow borrow his money to lend mm-hmm. you to lend mm-hmm. you to lend you. I just saw a TikTok. It was a guy. Uh, what's his name? Um. 
the little rapper, how that about that bitch? Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy tried yeah. to get his money out the bank, and they only gave him twenty thousand, and he was trying to get a hundred thousand, something like that. And they don't have to. They don't have to give you out that money because they don't still have. Still being borrowed. Yeah, it's still being borrowed, right. and so yeah, no, that's why it should be in accounts that grow. It shouldn't necessarily just sit in the bank. Um, what is it called? Uh, you said accounts. Uh, what are some trust accounts? funds? Yeah, yeah, like trust funds. Um, recently, I've been researching um, life insurance policies um, that give you um, basically return, you know, on your investment, right? So you put it in, and it'll tell you the cash value, you know, as it goes along. So I just recently got one for me and my son. It's called term life insurance. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and whole life, whole life. Yeah, I'm, uh, One more thing before we get up out of here. I mean, we definitely enjoyed this interview with you. Um, for all the listeners out there that's trying to um, get their credit score up and, you know, they don't re- they really kind of, like, scrap for cash and they can't really go pay nobody to um, help mm-hmm. them fix it, can you can you name some of those apps and uh, websites they can go to to download to kind of, you know, mm-hmm. help kick off the process of them increasing their credit score? Mm-hmm. So first is going to be annualcreditreport.com. That's where you're going to see all three of your um, credit reports. You can print them out or, or download them. And so you can see basically where you are. Um, also, Credit Karma is free. And you they'll give you two of the credit scores. And you can just use that as a basis um, to follow. Um, I have a list of things on my site, but my site is in reconstruction right now. I'm making it pretty and printing nice. Um, but y'all can uh, reach out to me at CJ Cherie on Facebook um, and just just let me know what you need. If you have any questions, I help out for free. Like I give free credit advice. Um, and if you want my service, that's when you have to pay for my service. But if you want free credit advice, you just want me to look at, you know, where your credit is, it's free for me to look at it with you. I do free credit audits. So, yeah. You spell that off for them again. CJ Cherie. It'll be CJ space C-H-E-R-I-E. I'm on Facebook. I got any more questions before we get up out of here, man, with CJ. No, I don't worry about it. Look at me, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we appreciate you coming through. Thank we're you. Really it's glad good. to be here. We definitely. Yeah. I was nervous, but. No, no, because, I mean, we have fun, but then we, you know, yeah. we had to educate. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people like us, we wait late to get to the party. Mm-hmm. So, right. yeah, we trying to, yeah. you know, get everybody on time. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate the time you gave me. Um, yeah, we'll be in touch. Absolutely, yeah, man. No doubt. Yeah, we definitely, definitely, definitely appreciate you blessing the cover grounds, man. And uh, whenever you ready to come back up here, you always got a seat. Definitely. And um, we like to thank everybody for listening, coming out, man. Um, I am your host, Truest. We have Tracy, host Kel Braun. Cover Grounds Podcast. Peace, life, and love. Stay blessed. We out.